Hey friend, hey. You're now wandering off into a space and time with me, Angie Clay, the hands and the creative mind behind the brand Liberate and Lather. I am a no-book and a paper junkie, bargain shopping enthusiast, natural hair lover, wandering nomad, and self-care strategist. But I spend most of my days making the most out of fat by turning it into creamy, loving smell goods, aka soap, that infuses perfectly with a hot shower. Now you may be thinking, how in the world does a soap and candle brand branch off into having a podcast? It's quite simple, mi amiga. Ronan 19. COVID-19 has been devastating, no doubt. But for those of us who saw an open window and jumped, it has also been liberating. I needed to make a quick, swift move and pivot my business. Or I had no other choice but to drown and close the doors. So I decided to rise above the obstacle, you know, throw in a little bit of praying, a little bit of worry, but nonetheless, I'm still here. Let's go back a little bit and just talk about the story of Liberating Lather. For me, building this business, it all started with a little tiny seed that was planted at the birth of wanting to strike out on my own. And it's all in the name of my business, Liberate and Lather. The word lather, well, that's obvious, right? Majority of us know good lathering soap. We use the bath bathing experience to escape, have some nice candles burning, you know, the whole ambiance of that. But I wanted to go deeper. I wanted to skip past the superficial. I wanted this business to be known for more than turning fat into creamy soap. We can wash the dirt away, but many times the thoughts that we want to cleanse away can still remain. And strolls liberate. Now, a side note, I have a love for this word, liberate. Like, really quickly, let me take you through all the names of my businesses that I've had. Now, close your mouth. You know if you're a creative entrepreneur like myself, you have ha- you have multiple domains and many, many other <laughs> past endeavors, I'm sure. So here we go. I had a business called Liberating Abodes, Liberating Style, Liberated Strands, and now Liberate and Lather. So let's get down to why I chose the name My Self-Care Business, Liberate and Lather. The word liberated, that is what I wanted women to feel, you know, and beyond that, the bathing experience, the, the makeup, the oils, the lotions, and the burning candles, a liberation period. I wanted them to have a piece of time carved out from the nine to five or working hard at building like your empires, our empires, taking a pause from the plan to leave a legacy of generational wealth. I mean, are you picking up what I'm putting down? As you know, when you're running a business and you are the creative hands, you're like the octopus, you have eight arms, but you really don't. You only have two, but you just wish that you had more. And we can get really focused on doing the tasks, doing the tasks, doing the tasks. And we don't take time out to really stop, relax, reset, and then go again. We all need a pause, a season of rest. We sometimes will put on chains, meaning that weigh us down mentally. And then we become a prisoner within the walls of our own lives. And we've constructed essentially our own mental prison. Prior to COVID, um, Prior to COVID coming around, I could implement that piece um, into my business. 
um, and put it aside. I, I had products to make. I had shows to attend to. I had to grind. I had to grind for the people. I had to be out there. I had to sell. I had to make. I had to market. I had to do all these things. I had to go get product. And then COVID-19 came on the scene like deep in the night, just pulled up in the darkness. And that was my wake-up call. Sure, I was out there doing the things, keeping busy, but the core foundation of my business was covered in a box underneath another box of my ideas stored in the back of my mind. During COVID-19, the old way of doing business was now over. Like, it was smoldering. Like, it was no non-existent. And one day, all of my festival events were canceled one by one. I was actually packing my car to head out of town to have at an event. And prior to my departure, the city of Spokane, Washington... The health department shut the event down. So I waited with bated breath and on what move to make next, just like the rest of the world. And, you know, I had a web- website, but just never put much rub-a-dub-dub into it. It was just a reference point for people at shows who were asking and saying, hey, you know, could I order from you, like, online? And I'd be like, oh, yeah, I have a website, but if you don't see what you want, want on there, just give me a call. Right. So now, like, no joke, seriously, I needed to put my website to work. I just didn't want to see my business curl up and die and just move into a and I just moved into a studio. And I was so determined in my mind to not go belly up during this time. Now, remember it. It is better to give than to receive. Right. We know. The author behind that quote, Jesus, said it course more poetically than I, but I thought of myself, I thought to myself, like, how can I become more visible online? And I started to think, I fell back on the days of publishing my magazine. So back in the day, I had a magazine, Lorraine style magazine, you can catch us catch some old issues on issue. And I would, I would interview other women business owners on how they, um, were taking care of their natural hair. And I thought, well, how could I like put that to present? And so I said, hey, so many women are now having to pivot their businesses and maybe we just get on and have a conversation. Our communities can meet each other. We can collaborate. We can build something together. We can just keep pushing each other forward, keep holding each other up, like, just keep doing it together. So I started pivoting. And I just said, I'm going to ask people, how are they pivoting during COVID? And how are they maintaining self-care during these times of uncertainty? I acted on it. I acted on the thought that Michelle Royal, the Secret Owl Society, has been building, said she's been building her empire for a long time. And she's just saying, I'm taking responsibility for my life. And you have to tune into her episode. I interview her on the podcast and is we had such an amazing conversation. And I think you'll really enjoy it. So be on the lookout for that. Because of my leap to decide to just go ahead and do this. And just by reaching out and not staying paralyzed by the unknown, I have met so many liberated women. As you stick around and have a listen, you will meet a lot of them in a lot of future episodes. And I think you will really, really gain some really great insight. 
So what will we be talking about? So self-care is the new hot word of the day. I was strolling the grocery store the other day. Okay, not really strolling. You get what I'm saying, you know. COVID, you kind of get in there, get your business done, and you get out. But in my in the new stroll, I saw a, saw a Time magazine. And I saw that they did an entire magazine issue on the very topic. And I looked at all the other magazines, and the titles were all jumping out at me. I mean... 20 ways to be mindful, words like gratitude, self-love, relax. They were boldly commanding my attention. So the trend is not just bubble baths and candles, but the movement to utilize self-care is good health care. And during these interviews, you will notice that we'll discuss one or maybe a few of the seven pass keys of wellness. And that they, these keys are the, really the success, the secret sauce in terms of self-care. So let's just touch on them briefly so you can get an overall feel of the podcast and what we'll be discussing. So with these pass keys, I have to say pass keys, keys to open, to unlock, right? We'll talk about one, occupational wellness. And this comes into play when we receive satisfaction and contentment in our work. Have you ever worked a job that you hated? You dragged yourself in the doors right before the clock ticked start time. You watched the clock for breaks. You watched the clock for lunchtime. You dreaded coming back after lunchtime. And you would drink so much water so you could take frequent trips to the bathroom to take a break from your seat. Yeah, what a drain on your energy. When occupational wellness is considered and implemented correctly, we receive satisfaction and contentment with our work. This comes through our employment. And for most of us here, running our businesses, occupational wellness is what we're seeking. And it also comes in the form of caregiving. Are you feeling happy to jump out of your bed in the mornings to get ready for your workday? If not, then your wellness key isn't opening the right door. The next one. Number two, no really specific order. I just wrote them down. Physical wellness. There is no doubt about it. If we don't get enough sleep, hydration, movement, and the right nutrition, we can never fully work to our optimal peak. Our bodies are are well-constructed machines, basically, and it needs those basic components to function properly. Let me ask you, can a car run without gas? What about a radiator with no water? Yes, my friends, having good physical wellness lends, leads to a healthier life and that helps with your overall self-care. So when those keys are unlocking the right doors, you're feeling good, you're feeling ready to tackle the day. Number three, social wellness. Now, we're not directly talking about social like IG, Facebook, TikTok, and all those wonderful means of social media. But we are speaking more about the homegrown feeling of belonging and feeling connected to others. Humans are designed to interact with other people. However, those relationships has to be supportive and appropriate to aid to our growth. For example, our circle of influence. Many of you creative entrepreneurs, the circle of influence is always hounded in by our coaches, by the books that we read, 
talking to each other. Like your circle of influence. Look at your squad, the top people you associate with on a regular basis. What are they doing? Are they heading in a direction that is similar to your goals? Looking at those friends will tell a lot about you as well, right? So social media can be a nice tool to keep up with what's happening with the family and long distance friends and, you know, relationships and that sort of things. But, you know, we have to do things that make us feel loved and being connected. And that really comes from social we're social beings but we um have seen and heard studies that too much social media can lead to depression and that comparison game can strike at any time when the social wellness key is in place this helps us to build solid well-balanced relationships with others and that is great self-care number four intellectual wellness now this comes to play when we recognize our talents yay right when you know that you are tapping into something that you love to do you 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 if you're great at math and you can just put all these numbers together like you you feel great this allows us to seek out ways to implement our knowledge and skills hint hint fellow entrepreneurs and course junkies when indulging and keeping our intellectual wellness key polished, we want to make and, and engage in activities that cultivate mental growth. Stand up. If you're like me, you have bookshelves full of books. In other ways, we can tap into our intellectual wellness, which you'll see throughout different interviews. We can learn a new language, a new hobby, and teaching others. I mean, these are just a few examples that can help in maintaining and improving our intellectual wellness. So my fellow um, creatives, if you ever thought about creating a course, this is tapping into your intellectual wellness. You're taking the information that you have and you impart it to someone else. And sometimes you have to research a little bit more to be able to share something extra something special to other people. Financial wellness. This is a big one, one that people really don't like to talk about. But this is the level when you know your key is opening up so many doors. When you have reached contentment, when your current finances are in check, being able to balance your wants and your needs. And so good self-care is when we can keep our income and our debt to ratio in balance. When it's not in balance, we worry or issues come in and can mess up relationships. So many divorces have led over money um, and can, it also just leads to anxiety and so much more. So when your body is in a state of worry and anxiety, you're not working at your full potential and therefore like your self-care is kind of off balance. And, it, it, and when you can use self-care to start to fix this area like you start to feel a lot better. Environmental wellness, number six. So this is our setting around us. And what are we surrounding ourselves with? There have been so many books written on the subject, our environmental, um, both social and um, the natural environments can really have an impact on how we feel. How do you feel when you're trying to work in clutter? A room that is clean and orderly versus a chaotic environment. When you walk in your home, say if you have the luxury of having um, 
a person come over and a housekeeper comes and help you clean your house and you come in the door and it smells fresh and everything's in place like what's your mood what's your mood versus when your room gets a little crazy and clothes are everywhere right we we shift and so that has that falls into the environmental wellness um scheme of things and that's why there's so many books written on clutter you know decluttering and decluttering our minds decluttering our computers right we work better when things are in order and in place and we can also take environmental wellness a little bit further too. Violence, um, garbage buildup, pollution. These are just a few things that can disrupt our wellness that helps lead us to good self-care. Um, when they're ignored, ignored too long, you know, we get in kind of a state of we get in a funk and we just don't work well. So making sure our surroundings are safe physically and mentally helps us good environmental wellness naturally we remove ourselves from situations that can bring us into a negative space or harm and then the last pass key or key however you what word you want to use um is emotional wellness and these are our interpersonal relationships with others um this helps us to flourish especially when they are healthy um emotionally they can um help us using these keys help us to really balance our emotions and when we take other people's feelings in consideration um emotional intelligence and coping you know skills help us that are healthy is another aspect of emotional wellness so there you have it based on these seven keys we'll explore these through interviews and how people are truly implementing self-care building business is a journey and a mindset. I mean, you have to have that mindset. Like, finally, 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 on my track of building businesses, I'm so, I see it so clear now why mindset is such a big deal. If you don't get that mindset in check, I mean, it just can really wreak havoc on you um, mentally and physically. So, you want to definitely take a deeper look and self-care with me and all the other people I'm going to be interviewing. It's going to be so awesome. I'm looking forward to it. And once we can check the meter, so to speak, on these seven key points, we can now position our minds and to find balance. When one is out of order, you worry. Like we mentioned before, for example, with finances, if they are not adding up, then life feels really overbearing and worry sets in and your joy is then zapped. So you will know now, like, as we go through different, meeting different women and talking about their businesses and how they're coping and administering self-care to their lives, these are ways you can look at your life and make adjustments accordingly. So I'm glad that you found me. And let's be friends and go on this journey together on making self-care a priority. Come on over to our place in the hills. We are at liberatingladder.com. I would love for you to join our journaling prompt list. Grab a candle, spark it the next time you pull up a chair and have a listen. Always want you to liberate and lather. Hold on to the peace that you found. Until the next time we meet again, take care of yourself and thank you for listening. Bye. Thank you.